This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And drives well. that to center. Center fielder Get Apodaca going, going back, going. back to the track, and it's over the wall! Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar Baseball fans, and welcome inside Bruce Hurst Field in St. George, Utah, for an in-state midweek game between the BYU Cougars and the Trailblazers of Dixie State, the third all-time meeting since Dixie State entered the Division I ranks last season. BYU and Dixie split their series in 2021, with each team winning on its home diamond. I'm your play-by-play broadcaster, Greg Grubel. With me is BYU Baseball Operations Director, Tuckett Slade, for game analysis. First pitch is just seconds away, so let's meet tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. For the visiting BYU Cougars, leading off for the first time this year and playing third base number 25 Austin Deming hitting second the catcher the freshman number 24 Mason Strong hitting third the center fielder number six Mitch McIntyre in the cleanup spot and playing first base number 35 Jacob Wilk hitting it very well of late in the five spot left fielder number 17 Josh Cowden plays left field for the first time this season. Uh, number two, Brock Watkins out of the sixth spot, playing shortstop, hitting seventh, the right fielder, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting eighth, the DH, number 18, Colin Reuter. The second baseman, number five, Ozzie Pratt, hits out of the nine hole. And the starting pitcher for the Cougars today is number 19, Bryce Robison. For the home team, the Dixie State Trailblazers, soon to be known as Utah Tech, leading off and playing third base, number 10, Shane Taylor. Hitting second, number 11, the right fielder, Jack Walker. Hitting third, the catcher, number 27, Caden Hollow. The DH, number 14, Zach Thomas, hits cleanup. Hitting fifth, Caden's brother, Tyler. Tyler Hollow, the second baseman, number 24. Hitting sixth, number seven, Parker Schmidt, the left fielder. Hitting seventh, the first baseman, number eight, Chase Rodriguez. Hitting eighth, number 28, and playing shortstop, Matthew Ivansich. And hitting ninth, the center fielder, number four, Jagan Levitt. The starting pitcher for the Trailblazers has a familiar last name, Dally. His first name is Jake. He's Nate's brother, and he starts and is about to get this one underway. Austin Deming will dig in. Greg Rubel, Tuckett Slade with you. And the first pitch of the night is inside and it nearly hit. Almost hit him. Austin Deming. So, Tuckett, a little change in lineup. We see Austin Deming go to the top of the order. Yeah, still kind of figuring out a lineup since we have Pintar and Gamble out, and uh, Deming's going to lead off today. We're excited to see it. The right-hander, Daly. And that'll be a grounder to shortstop. Backhanded cleanly by Ivan Sitch, and the throw to first gets Deming for the first out of the game. So, it's a 6-3 ground out, and this game is underway in warm and breezy St. George, Utah. The temperature at first pitch is 83 degrees, a wind of 20 miles an hour gusting to 30 from the northwest. So blowing out the center, right center field. And you'll be able to hear that through our field (laughs) mic tonight. It's been uh, pretty prevalent all day long. And Greg, it is really blowing out there. Batting practice was a home run derby for both teams. (laughs) The wind is blowing out. Mason Strong hits second for BYU. It's one of those days that you say, keep the ball down. Do not elevate because if you get in the air, even mishit balls are getting all the way to the wall, if not out of here. Jake Daly kicks and fires, and that's outside for a two-ball count. Two balls and no strikes to Mason Strong. Strong in his last action Friday in Moraga went two for five with a run and a couple of RBI. Getting his fourth start at catcher as he and Colin Reuter kind of a platoon Behind the plate, the chopper to the shortstop, back on the grass good and the long throw to first, and another good play made by Ivan Sitch, and it's two gone for BYU here in the top of the first. It's a long throw. That's a really, I mean, he's out in left field, Greg. He's out in the grass out there. That was deep in the hole. And gets rid of it quick. So a pair of six threes, and the second more difficult than the first as both test the throwing arm of Ivan Sitch. Matthew Ivan Sitch, the shortstop for Dixie State. That's the Cougars with two out here in the top of the first, and Mitch McIntyre will hit now for BYU. Third in the order and third batter of this first inning. The left-handed bat of Mitch McIntyre to face the righty Jake Daly. And Daly delivers strike one. The home plate umpire tonight's Chris Schultz. At first base, Chad Vader. And at third, Matt Frommelt. Three-man crew here at Bruce Hurst Field. The wind-up and a swing and a miss from McIntyre. The 0-2 count now. 
It's not hard to tell that uh, Jake and Nate Dally are brothers. Yeah, no kidding. Take a look at them out there. Only about 18 months apart, too, and they are best friends. And very strong likenesses to one another. The 0-2. That's swung on, but fouled. Maybe off the catcher's mask. So Jacob Wilk is waiting on deck. Will he get a chance to bat here in the top of the first? Already two gone for BYU. First two batters retired on 6-3 ground outs. This will cap a four-game road stint. Cooks back home to face Santa Clara on the weekend. The wind up and fire. And that's a swinging strikeout. It's a 1-2-3 inning for BYU here in the top of the first. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. We go 0-0 to the bottom of the first. But time now for our leadoff interview with BYU head coach Mike Littlewood, presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And today, Coach Littlewood talks about finally getting to coach a game from the opposing dugout after leading Dixie State for 17 seasons. Well, it's actually nice to be in the dugout because last year I was in a hotel room watching it on video because I was serving a suspension. But, yeah, I mean, it's awesome to come back down here. I'm proud of what they've done. I'm proud that Coach Fatenauer has done such a great job and bringing them to, from the Division II level. I mean, I've seen this program go from a junior college program to a Division II program and now to a Division I program. So it's, it's great to be back down here. And, you know, the, the number one thing, though, is getting a W. That's what we want. How important a week is this for you as you look at where it fits into the season? Well, gosh, every every week is so important. Um, you know, in-state rivalry games are are super important. Some might say that Dixie, how can it be a rival if you if they're brand new and you haven't played? Every every in-state game is a rival game in my mind. And then of course our league is beating each other up, and so every league series is so important. And so doesn't matter if it's Gonzaga, Pacific, or anybody in between, we have to be ready to play on the weekends. A little different lineup look, and you'll start uh, Bryce Robinson on the hill. These uh, midweeks are so important to get off to a good start. We feel a lot of trust in, in Bryce, obviously, and he can start, he can relieve, he can really serve any role, and he can do that in, in an excellent way. But I want to get Boston Mabius in there. I want to get Carter Smith in there. I want to get Jake Porter in there a little bit. And, you know, the hope is that we have a lead going into the late innings, and then we just we try to just use our normal pen to win it from there. And so we'll just kind of see how it goes, and hopefully everybody goes out. The wind's blowing about 25 miles an hour right now, and I, I expect it to continue. That's what the weather says. So uh, we need to get the ball up in the air on the offensive side and, and keep it out of the air on the defensive side good preview thank you for the time we'll talk to you post game all right greg thanks all right that is byu head coach mike littlewood taking us to the bottom of the first inning and dixie state's leadoff batter top of the order the third baseman shane taylor will hit to get this underway for the home side byu by the way in the sailor Klug black sailor Coog black jerseys as taylor lashes that one foul out of play the sailor Klug black jerseys the gray pants black caps the royal blue bill and the Sailor Kook logo on the front of the cap. Bryce Robison, second pitch. is ball one, so one and one to Shane Taylor. Roby, 4-0. Leads the Cougars in wins and win percentage, win-loss percentage. 4-0 with a 3.27 ERA, making his third start. He's a midweek starter when he gets his starting nods. That'll be ball two from Robison to Shane Taylor. Well, and I'll tell you what, Greg. Roby is excited to throw here. After last year, he really struggled here in relief last year. That swung on a foul back to the screen. So two and two. Last game that Taylor played against BYU was in Provo. He went to two for four with an RBI single in a game that BYU won 3-2 after losing a one-run game here, 5-4. to four. And a reach-out. Slow roller, backhanded by Watkins. The fire to first, and that's another nice play from a shortstop yeah, short in this stops. game. They're making plays, Greg. So a 6-3 ground out for Dixie State to begin there. Bottom of the first as BYU in the top of the first had a pair of 6-3s to open the game. Nice play made by BYU's strong-armed and usually very strong fielding shortstop, Brock Watkins. Fielding in a 9-51 clip on the year. That's on 122 chances. No one's... Handled more chances than Brock Watkins this season. So one out, and Jack Walker will hit the right fielder. Right-handed bat of Walker and a take of strike one from Roby. They have a ton of guys in their offense this year that have 10-plus at-bats, Greg. They've used a lot of guys this year. Five left-handed bats in the lineup for Coach Fadenauer. This is a Right-handed bat as the count goes to one and one. With one gone here in the bottom of the first scoreless game, BYU and Dixie State. 
Dukes have three lefties in the lineup. McIntyre, Cowden, and Pratt. And that's a check that became a swing through the zone. And that'll be one ball and two strikes with one gone here at the bottom of the first. Well, Jack is a AF kid who can really run, puts the ball on the ground, and he can really take off and use his speed to his advantage. On the base pass, he's three of four in steel tries, and that's lifted in the air to left field. Josh Cowden getting a start and left will come in. He'll lose the cap, but catch the ball. And two are gone here at the bottom of the first. So Josh Cowden gets his first look in left field. Yeah. Hayden Latham's going to get a rest. Yeah, give him a day off. Make sure that he's fresh for the weekend. Good to also get Cowden to start and give him, you know, three or four at-bats to maybe get him going. He's a guy that can really help this lineup. So Walker, big flight out to left. We'll bring Caden Hollow to the plate, another left-handed bat. For Coach Chris Fattenauer, he's in his 10th season, and that number of seasons coincides with Coach Mike Littlewood's number of years at BYU as Coach Fate, as they call him, replaced Mike Littlewood down here at Dixie State. Yeah, Fate's a good guy. We have a lot of respect for him. A lot of conversations. We used to use their field when they were prior to, to D1, come down and practice early in the spring. That's popped up and out of play. And we also used to play them in the fall before they changed the rules on who you could play a few years ago. And so a lot of respect here towards this coaching staff and his team. One ball, one strike to the third batter of the game for Dixie State, Caden Hollow. Dixie State playing in the, the cream uniforms with the old-timey numeral style and the block Dixie across the chest. That's take for strike two. So one, two, the count from Bryce Robinson to Caden Hollow. These are the cream and blue uniforms today for Dixie. So the uh, navy caps and the blue lettering. One ball, two strikes. With two strikes. Deming's going to flip over on the other side of second base, so nobody's at third right now. We have three guys on the right side of the field. So the shift is on to the right. A high pitch for ball two. Two and two the count. Two out, no one on here in the bottom of the first. There's not been a base runner yet in this game. Last year in two games against BYU, Hollow went uh, one for seven with a run scored. His brother Tyler now plays alongside him, and... Tonight's batting order, that'll be a foul to the screen. Count will stay two and two. You know, you put together scattering reports about hitters and their tendencies, and you have these two two-strike shifts that we do throughout the year, and they always make me nervous because if they get they have a bad swing and get jammed and hit a, a routine hopper to third, no one's there. Yeah. Oh, it just is like, really? <laughs> we'll see how it plays out with a 2-2 count. And two out for BYU here in the bottom of the first. Caden Hollow, left-handed bat facing the righty Bryce Robison. That's popped up to center field. And the true center fielder, Ozzie Pratt, will take that as Deming gets out of the way. And so it's three up, three down for Dixie State. We go to the top of the second after no runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. BYU and Dixie, scoreless, headed to the top of the second here in St. George on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Driving out of Utah Valley this morning, Temperature 35 degrees and snow. A 50-degree differential to this evening's game here at Dixie State. Mid-80s and not a snowflake in sight. It's BYU and Dixie State to the uh, top of the second inning. And Jacob Wilk will lead off the second for BYU. Cougars leader in batting average and slugging percentage. Hasn't had as many at-bats as a lot of guys, but he's come on strong the last couple weeks. Yes, he has, and we need him to keep doing what he's doing lately. Last three games, seven for 13 with five runs and three RBI. Getting his fourth consecutive start at first base takes 0-1, and now a swinging 0-2 as the off-speed gets Wilk out in front. So Jake Daly on the hill, pitching for Dixie State. Brother Nate could find himself on the Cougar pen tonight. We'll see how things go. The 0-2 to Jacob Wilk. And lifts that in the air to second base. Second baseman Tyler Hollow almost didn't have to move as he sees it drop into his glove. And one is out here in the top of the second. So a few balls have got up in the air, but of the pop-up variety. Nothing yeah. really deep into the uh, jet stream that's blowing out to center, right center. Yeah, all three fly balls that have been hit so far in this game between both teams have been pop-ups that just barely get to short uh, outfield, just past the infield. No, Excited to see what happens when the, an actual real fly ball is hit. Left-handed bat of Josh Cowden. Josh had nine hits in his first seven games this season and cooled off and <laughs> misfire on the throwback to the uh, Does that hit pitcher. Josh? I think it hit his bat. 
as the catcher tried to throw yeah. it back to the pitcher, he may have hit, he caught the barrel of uh, Cowden in the batter's box there. No harm done. Well, Cowden took a 92-mile-an-hour fastball there for strike one. Josh Cowden getting his first start in left field, as noted, uh, taking Hayden Latham's spot as Hayden gets a rest. And that's a swing and a miss and an 0-2 count for Jake Daly ahead of Josh Cowden here. We're in the top of the second. BYU and Dixie State meeting for a third time with both teams in Division One. They've played more games all time when you count Division Two years, etc. And that's take for ball one. So all time it's 11 and one BYU with the advantage, but again, even up in Division One, it's one apiece with Dixie winning here last year and BYU winning in Provo. The one-two to Josh Cowden. That's a swinging strikeout. Two of them now for Jake Daly. Cowden is down on strikes. The Cougars are, have two down here in the top of the second. Daly's long outing this year, five and a third. I think that was against Arizona, wasn't it? I think it was. His high pitch count of 76 may have been in that game. It may be the same game. That's a take for strike one. Well, his, uh, his issue this year is uh, throwing strikes consistently. And so far today, he's really, really pounding the zone. It was actually the Northridge game oh, okay. that he went five and a third. 74 pitches there. 75 in the Nevada game, he went five innings in that one. His Arizona outing was a start. And uh, two innings of work in that one. That's fouled out of play down the first baseline. 0-2. Oh, and, and Daly's had some pretty comfortable counts against BYU yeah, early in this week. Getting ahead. and I mean, that last pitch was 94 miles an hour. He's feeling good today. Both Jake and Nate Daly, the brothers out of Tremonton. The wind-up and delivery. And that's another swinging strikeout and another three-up, three-down inning for BYU. Two Ks in the inning. Two swinging strikeouts for Jake Daly. We go to the bottom of the second for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. 0-0, bottom two next here in St. George on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. DH Zach Thomas leads off the Dixie State bottom of the second. And takes ball one from Bryce Robinson right at the bottom of the second in a scoreless game. A swinging strike for Thomas. Dixie State's batting average and slugging percentage leader. Thomas also has 11 uh, pitching appearances on his resume this year. The 1-1. Roby on the hill. Thomas in the box and gets the inside edge of the zone for strike two. Four-pitch mix from Roby, and Tuckett will tell us what he favors after this 1-2 uh, offering to Zach Thomas. That's popped up to short right field. Right field with Sapiti coming in. Gets a little leg break, but no problem there. That's one gone here in the bottom of the second. What does uh, what does Roby like to go to? Yeah, so he's last year he was more fastball changeup curveball, but this year it's more fastball slider changeup than curveball. And so that right there was a 79 mile an hour slider running away from a right-handed hitter. But his changeup, he'll throw more changeups to lefties and more sliders to righties. Lefty in the box. Tyler Hollow, older brother of Caden, will dig in. And both Hollows hit left-handed. One out, no one on. Yet to see a base runner in this game. That's ball one from Roby. Tyler Hall getting his 27th start in his 28th game played, playing second base tonight. Third on the team in hits. That's hit in the air to right and gets down. A little bloop between second baseman and right fielder. We have our first hit of the game. It comes off the bat of Tyler Hollow here in the bottom of the second, a one-out single to right. Yeah, change up right there, and he just hit it off the end of the bat, just like you said, a little bloop single right over second in the right field. So Tyler Hollow on first now for Parker Schmidt, the left fielder. Number seven, Tyler Schmidt. So 
So one out, one on for Dixie State. This could be a double play. The grounder to Pratt to Watkins for one. Kind of double clutch the exchange, and yeah. the runner at first is safe. So Schmidt will beat it out for only one out on the play. Felt like just Watkins didn't get it cleanly on the exchange from glove to hand there. Yeah, and you got to be safe there. Plus, it wasn't uh, it wasn't hit very hard, so it would have been a tough double play with the way that uh, Schmidt runs. But make sure you get the one out. And he didn't want to make sure that he threw the ball not fully controlled and didn't want to throw it away and cause an error to move up. So nice safe play there just to make sure you get it and get the second out. So a 4-6 fielder's choice for Schmidt. He'll replace Hollow at first, and two are gone. In the bottom of the second, Chase Rodriguez. Another left-handed bat will hit now for the Trailblazers. Two out, one on. We're in the bottom of the second, Rodriguez will call time. The first baseman, Chase Rodriguez, the fourth of five left-handed bats in Coach Chris Fatenauer's lineup. Robinson waits, winds up, and fires low for ball one. Just the one hit in the game. Came with one out here in the bottom of the second. But Tyler Hollow was then erased on the base pass on the 4-6. BYU tried to turn it into a 4-6-3, but Schmidt beat the throw. From Watkins to first base. Ooh, Ooh they almost picked him yes, off. Yes, they did. He's not good at that at all, is he, Greg? Yeah, Bryce Robinson with his four pickoffs on the year, four of BYU's ten. That's a good, very. That's an excellent number. I still can't believe the NCAA doesn't track that. Yeah, you'd that. think they would track yeah. it. If they have, they have it, they've made it hard enough for me to find that it's still hidden to me. But it's 1-0 the count to Chase Rodriguez. Now, Trailblazers runners have been picked off the base pass only two times all year. But again, BYU's got 10 on the season with Roby accounting for four of them. The six foot, 175 pound sophomore, Bryce Robison on the hill for BYU. Dealing with the man on first, Parker Schmidt. The 2 0 count, two out. Check swing. Wow, he definitely went around. They're not going to, uh, yes. He thought he went through. If you have an umpire at third right now, he would have called him that he went through. But because you have a three-man crew, he has to rotate to second, to second. And so you don't have the view there. And so he would have—he definitely went around there. But uh, that was when the umpire behind the plate, when when the umpire's in it behind second, he has to call that himself. Because anytime you check to the middle of the field, they're always going to say no because they don't have a great angle yeah. there. So that moved the count to three and zero, oh, and the take on the three zero oh to three and one now to Rodriguez. Last 10 games, Rodriguez hitting 344. They'll check back at first for Schmidt. He gets back ahead of the throw. Yeah, three and one. It's usually an aggressive put pressure on the, the defense type offensive play there. He might be moving here. That's why Roby uh, pick, picked off there. The 3 1. And that's chop foul to the facing of the Dixie State dugout. Dixie State dugout down the first baseline. BYU occupies the, occupies the third base dugout. Coach Mike Littlewood getting used to that side or that view from yeah. Pure Bruce Hurst Field. He was the home dugout head coach for 17 seasons here at Dixie State. 3-2. Good pitch. Gets out in front of it and a swinging strikeout gets BYU out of the second inning. So for Dixie State, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. A runner was left on. We go to the top of the third. BYU 0, Dixie State 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading off for BYU here in the third, hitting seventh in the order, Ryan Sapiti lifts the first pitch he sees from Jake Daly down the right field line. Right fielder comes in and that's one pitch out for Dixie State here in the top of the third as Jack Walker races in to make that catch. And Sapiti is retired. Sapiti hitting seventh in the order. That's the lowest he's hit uh, this season in the batting order. It's one gone as Colin Reuter will now hit. Colin DHing today. Yeah, Ryan is just, now his swing is just a little off right now, just missing the baseball. First start at DH this year for Reuter. The windup and delivery from Jake Daly piped in for strike one at 92 miles an hour. The 0-1 to Colin Reuter with one out, no one on here in the top of the third. BYU and Dixie State on a warm, windy day down in Dixie. That's breaking ball, ball one.
Jake Dowley, 6'5", 225. The junior, two consecutive balls thrown from Dowley. The 2-1 count to Reuter. Yeah, he's kind of aiming that breaking ball, leaving a high right now. He wants the pitch, but the umpire's not biting on it. Dowley working briskly. Gets the accelerator on that one for a swinging strike. Two and two, the count to Reuter. Wind whipping here at Bruce Hurst Field. The 2-2 delivery. That's away for ball three. Full count to Reuter. Little battle here. Right back up the middle. Find a way on. Three balls, two strikes. One out, no one on for BYU. Coos looking for their first base runner. And they have him. Good at bad. As Reuter takes the six-pitch walk. And so Reuter on first now. And the Cougs have their first man... On the base pass was Ozzie Pratt. Hitting out of the nine hole. Cougs have reached the back of the order in a 0-0 ball game. Now batting. Second base to number five, Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie's hitting the nine hole in 11 of his 12 starts. The outlier game was uh, a game at leadoff. That's where Ozzie may end up down the line in his days as a Cougar. Left-handed bat of Ozzie Pratt. Out of the nine hole. Hits with one on and one out here in the top of the third. That's away for ball one from Dally. Good crowd piling in tonight here, mm -hmm. Greg. Spring break down here, too, so a lot, yeah. of, a lot yeah. of people down here. Stands are almost as packed as the roads here in St. George. A check swing single oh to left for Ozzie Pratt as he hit it off the fist, and it'll be first and second yeah. for BYU. It really was just like you called it. He checked swing, hit him off the barrel, right over the third down the line. I thought Reuter was going to try to go first to third there, but being safe, making sure he didn't get thrown out. So after getting their first base, runner Cougs have their first hit of the night. And now it's Reuter at second and Pratt at first. Take them however they come. Well, the homecoming now for Deming. Local hero down here. He was the MVP and a state champion. For Snow Canyon Snow High School. Snow Canyon High School, yeah. 2018 Gatorade Player of the Year out of Snow Canyon. Austin Deming hits with two on and one out for BYU in the top of the third. Things are percolating for the Cougs. Reuter reaching on a base on balls. And then a check swing single to short left for Ozzie Pratt. And top of the order for BYU. Deming leading off for the first time this season. On deck is Mason Strong. 1-0 the count from Jake Daly. Kick and fire. Gets the outside corner for strike one. One and one. 90 miles an hour. The pitch from Daly. Again, those used to hearing the name Daly on our BYU baseball <laughs> broadcast. Check yourself. This is Nate Daly's brother, Jake, getting a start for Dixie State. Jake shakes off his catcher, Caden Hollow. Now comes set. Runners on first and second for BYU. 1-1. High for ball two. Two balls and a strike to Austin Deming. In his last game against Dixie State. Two for four. Scored a run. That was at home, right? That was the home the home game, the three the three two win. BYU lost five four here. The two one. That's chopped off mm. the chest of the third baseman. The ball rolls in the infield. It'll be bases loaded oh on boy. an infield single. And that was a hard shot, and the third baseman was stunned. Shane Taylor shaking it off in foul territory as that clipped him high on the chest, maybe off the clavicle. He's kind of reaching to that area of his chest. Well, that we was were... a hot shot to the hot corner. Well, yesterday in practice when we were hitting ground balls, anything that hits close to the lip takes a high hop, either either it picks up acceleration and speed or it hops high and so as soon as that ball was hit I was like oh no that's hit too hard that if it takes that extra bounce it's going to be trouble for the third baseman and uh, I was hoping it was going to bounce over his head but unfortunately for him it actually hit him solid like you said right in the neck area didn't yeah, it look like? Yeah hit him high on the torso natural grass surface here natural grass and dirt it gets, so hot. It gets so hot here though that Trent Pratt was telling me about you know the years that they spent here He'd have to come out and water the field three or four times a day on game day just to keep it wet because the minute it dries out, you, it just it gets so hard out there. So it'll go as an infield single. 
Well, Deming's first hit coming home, right? He didn't have a hit when we played here last year. We won't, we won't talk about how he did here last year because it wasn't his best day. We'll forget about that. But now Mason Strong, another local kid returning home with a big opportunity with bases loaded. Cougars hitting bases loaded this year, 386 on the season, 17 for 44 with the sacks stacked. The empty count, the bases juiced and one out, and Mason Strong takes strike one. Mason Strong has had two at-bats with the bases loaded. He's two for two. Yep. Great time to go three for three right here, Mace. Strong in the box and facing the 0-1 count from Jake Daly. That's a swing and a miss, and Daly gets ahead 0-2 on the freshman catcher, Mason Strong. That was a really good two-seam fastball there that ran in under his hands there. Good, good late action, tough pitch to hit. A sinking fastball for 0-2. The 0-2 with one out and three on. Bases loaded for BYU. Reuter at third, Pratt at second, Deming at first. And that's fouled out of play down the first baseline on top of the Dixie State batting cages that are just in front of the bullpen down the right field line. Dimensions here at Bruce Sears Field, 325 to left, 380 power alleys in both left and right, 400 straightaway center, and 335 to the porch and right. And a graduated fence height at its highest, 20 feet, down to 10, up to 20, down to 10, up to 20, going left to right. And that's a swinging strikeout for Mason Strong on the 0-2. So a four-pitch strikeout of Strong. It'll bring Mitch McIntyre to the plate with the bases still loaded. Yeah, he got a fastball, 92, up in the zone, and just right by him. Now batting center fielder, number six, Mitch McIntyre. All right, Mitch, great time to be a senior leader right here and get a big knock. And Mitch has had three at-bats with the bases loaded. He's three for three. Well, let's, uh, let's keep that going, <laughs> unlike the last one. Empty count, two out, and three men on. The bases loaded for BYU. Reuter reached on a base on balls. Pratt with a check swing, single moved him to second, and then the infield single off the chest of the third baseman allowed Deming to reach on an infield single, moving Reuter to third, Pratt to second. Bases loaded. Top three, scoreless game. McIntyre awaits the 1-0 offering. And he'll take for ball two. Oh, great time to hit 2-0. Be patient. He's got to come to you. He's got nowhere to put you, so he's got to come here. If it's not yours, take it. Mitch is as judicious as they come. He's BYU's bases on balls leader. He's top 10 all time in walks taken. 19 bases on balls on the year. If he gets 25 more walks this year, he ties Mike Littlewood for second all-time at BYU in that category. The 2-0, and pops it up. Third baseman's going to call off the pitcher and handle it easily, and that will end the threat for BYU. So the Cougs go 0 for 2 with the bases loaded, and we stay scoreless for BYU in the top of the third. No runs on two hits. There were no errors. There were three left on. 0-0. Cougs and Trailblazers, bottom three next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. BYU and Dixie State in a 0-0 game as we head to the bottom of the third here at Bruce Hurst Field in warm and windy St. George, Utah. Boston Mabius is the new pitcher for BYU. Boston Mabius making his sixth appearance of the year. So it's a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. First hitter Boston Mabius will face Matthew Ivansich. And he'll take high for ball one. Mabius on the year, a 7.36 ERA. He's only pitched three and two-thirds innings. He's given up two hits, four runs, three of them earned. He struck out four, put six on via base on balls, and has hit a couple of batters. And that's two balls and no strikes from Mabius to Ivansich. Matthew Ivansich coming in two tonight with hits in four of his last six. He's a threat on the base path, six of seven in his steal attempts. He awaits the 2-0 from Mabius. Southpaw on the hill for BYU now. That's piped in for strike one from Boston. Well, last year here, this is it was the best outing that Boston had. He was fantastic. I think it was four or five innings. Really, really good. It was definitely his best outing of the year for us last year. 
And Boston did not pitch in the St. Mary's series on the weekend in Moraga. The 2-1 almost gets away from, th- from Boston for three balls and a strike. All the way back here. The 3-1. High and inside, ball four. So taking his base is Ivan Sitchin, as noted. He can make things happen on the base pass. Dixie State as a team, 29 of 40 in stolen base tries. Now, now it's Hitler. Ivan Sitch on first. Jagan Levitt will hit. The center fielder Levitt, another left-handed bat. The fifth of five left-handed bats in Chris Fatenauer's starting lineup. Empty count, squaring and pulling back and taking strike one is Jagan Levitt. Always good to get ahead 0-1 right there, Boston. So the runner on first is Matthew Ivansich. Jagan Levitt hitting it well coming in, hitting a around 400. 400 in his last six games. The 0-1. No one out, one man on for Dixie State. Another square. Ooh, high and inside. Yeah, and that brushed. Ball. Yeah, that, fall that, ball. That brushed the bat. Yeah. So one, uh, no balls and two strikes now to Ivan Sitch. Well, Dixie will bunt with two strikes, so you might see it here. One of BYU's biggest at-bats over the weekend in Moraga. The bun had to be taken off on two strikes and resulted in a, a home run for Austin Deming. One ball on two strikes on the take. The 0-2 goes to 1-2 and two to Jagan Levitt. Came in the game as a pinch runner at BYU last year. No official at-bats. He'll square with Ivan Sitch at first. And again, pull back on the high offering from Mabius. Two balls and two strikes from 0-2 to 2-2. and Boston Mabius, the 6'2", 205-pound. Sophomore redhead on the hill for BYU, working on the third base side of the rubber. And again, squaring early as Levitt. And he lays it down. Mabius will handle. And underhand scoop it to first. As advancing to second is Ivan Sitch on the sacrifice bunt from yeah, Levin. Nicely executed both ways there. Two strike, really good bunt back to Boston who gets the out at first. So the sacrifice will put to Ivan Sitch at second base. Levitt does his job. And now a runner in scoring position with one out for Shane Taylor. Taylor began the game with a 6-3 ground out. We're 0-0, bottom three here at Bruce Hurst Field. BYU no runs on two hits. Dixie State no runs on one hit. BYU left the bases loaded in the top of the third. Cooks are in good shape. Bases loaded with one out. And a strikeout and a pop-up ended the threat for BYU. One ball, no strikes, one out, one on for Dixie State, bottom three. Maybe his glances back at second once and twice. Watkins will hop to the bag as maybe a steps off. That's going to be a 20-second warning there. Strong wind blowing and is now more northerly as opposed to northwesterly when the game began. The flags are blowing blowing out almost uh, directly to right field now. So a strong northern wind on a hot evening here in St. George, and that's chin music for ball two. To Shane Taylor. Well, Coach Little was going to run out there and try to settle him down really quick. His body language isn't great right now. I don't know what's going on. He He's missing high, high, high. You know, he walks the lead off and got the next out on the bunt. And left on left matchup, he's been really good there. Coach is just trying to just say, hey, get your confidence back. Get back down in the zone. Trust your defense right here. Scoreless game, and the Cougs looking to keep it that way here in the bottom of the third. Shane Taylor came in two today. Four for his last ten with two runs and two RBI. But now four for his last 11 as he grounded out in the first. 
and that's from 2-0 to 3-0 inside on Taylor. So maybe it's laboring a little bit here with a runner on second. Dixie State coming off a non-conference series sweep in Cal Poly's favor over the weekend. BYU lost two of three in Moraga in a conference series with St. Mary's, and that's a take on 3-0 for 3-1 from Boston. Yeah, Liv right there, 91 on the outer black. Liv there. Maybe is coming in to start the third. As on a staff day for BYU, Robison went two and left the game, and Mabius has lost Shane Taylor on a walk. So ball four, and Taylor takes his base first and second now with one out here in the bottom of the third, and Jack Walker will hit for the second time today. Flew out to left in the first inning. Now hitting right fielder, number 11, Jack Walker. So the right-handed bat of Walker and more lefties than righties in the batting order for Dixie State. It's righty in the box and lefty on the hill now with the left-hander Mabius looking back at second, kicking and firing, and that'll be a swing Good. and a miss from Walker. Good start there. Get ahead. Boston has all the stuff to be a great pitcher. He just can get a little erratic at times, but when he is really focused and, and energized, he's really, really good. So Boston has runners on second and first. Ivan Sitch at second, Taylor at first. Oh, and double steal. Yeah, nobody covered second. Was called strike though, Greg. So 0-2 now, so maybe this gets ahead of Walker as both Ivan Sitch and Taylor. Well, now you're looking, for a, looking for a strikeout right here. Infield playing back except for Deming at third. And that's a reach out foul to the screen. Count stays 0-2. So stolen bases 30 and 31 for Dixie State. Out of how many? 42 now. I would have thought they'd have been up in the 60 range of attempts. They really like to run. Or at least last year they did. That was the team we saw in Moraga, certainly. They were up yeah. in the high 50s range when we went in there. So the 0-2 with one out, two on. Austin Mabius winds up and delivers. And that's fouled down the right field line. It'll be a good 10 yards. Foul into the right field corner, hopping over the wall. Two so it good, stays 0-2. Yeah, two good fastballs in a row up 0-2. Just fouled away. You can trust your change up here. You got him out. Just you can trust your pitch and execute. That's the key. See what Boston goes to here with no balls and two strikes on the right fielder, Jack Walker. Walker 0 for 1 today. And it gets away from the catcher strong, and the first run of the game will trot home. So a pass ball, or whether they call that that'll wild. It'll be, be a wild pitch there. Yeah, ball in the dirt. So wild from Mabius on the 0-2 count, and it's skipped away from Mason Strong, allowing Ivan Sitch to come home with the first run of the game. Dixie State 1 and BYU 0 running here in the bottom of the third. The wild pitch from Mabius, and, and the, Ivan Sitch trots home. Now the 1-2 count, the infield will come in. And that allows Taylor to advance to third. Runner on third. One out. And the one-two goes to two and two from Mabius. So Bryce Robinson, Bryce Robinson's first two innings is only two tonight. He allowed one hit, no runs. And the Cougs have yet to allow more than that one hit, but the Trailblazers have cobbled together a run here in the bottom of the third. And that's high for ball three. So from 0-2 to 3-2 and two from Mabius. Yeah, good battle here by Walker. Fouled away a couple of good pitches and then took three straight balls that weren't close. A full count, one out, one on. Dixie State 1, BYU 0 on a walk, a sacrifice bunt. A couple stolen bases, wild pitch. 
The 3-2. That's lashed foul out of play down the first baseline. Count stays 3-2. manufacturing a run here yeah. at the bottom of the third, the Trailblazers. Well, usually three bases come back to Hunch, and the two walks turn into a run, possibly two. A 3-2 from Mabius, one out, one on. A one-run lead for the Trailblazers. And that's the third walk of the inning from Mabius. That's low and inside, and true to his name, Jack Walker yeah. takes first base. So Walker at first. Taylor at third, and the left-handed bat of Caden Hollow. Next up for Dixie State. Popped up to second base to end the first inning. Hits now in the third with his team up one, and runners on the corners. And Mabius remains on the mound, having just issued his third walk of the inning. And that might be it. So Boston Mabius' night comes to a quick end, and we'll have a new pitcher for BYU in 60 seconds. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time for a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Well, Boston Mabius leaves the game. New pitcher for BYU is the right-hander, Jake Porter. BYU's trailing 1-0 to Dixie State here in the bottom of the third. And the Trailblazers have runners on first and third with one out. Yeah, I feel a little bad for Boston. He gets an opportunity to pitch in the midweek game. Hasn't had a ton of innings this year, but he's a guy we trust. And walks three, gives up one after uh, Roby had two really good innings. The momentum of baseball, though. We had bases loaded, one out, right, with two really good hitters up. And we don't get a run in the top half, right? And then we walk the next two guys to start the bottom half. It's just it's amazing how quick the game can change off of, you know, throwing strikes. So Jake Porter, what do you want to tell us about him? He's making his fifth appearance. He's yeah. pitched six complete innings, given up four hits, and uh, just one walk to four strikeouts on the year. Yeah, no, Jake's been really good. He's been a bright spot. A guy who didn't get a ton of innings for us his, his freshman year, and then he went on a mission, came back this year, and just fought like crazy. Didn't, didn't even travel on the first two trips that we went to Florida and uh, Arizona State and got an opportunity to, to pitch in the midweeks, and he's been just lights out. You know, he's going to be 89 to 91 and a good little curveball, and, and he's actually developed a little bit of changeup that can help against lefties too, but he's a guy who's going to throw strikes and compete for you. Now, these are not his base runners. He's not allowed an earned run on the year, a run of any kind on the year. Empty count, one out, two on. And the first pitch from Jake Porter is ball one. Yeah, and you're really looking for a ground ball right here. Get you a 4-6-3. Get out of this. Keep it just to, to the one run. Trailblazers have just still one hit on the night. They've already brought home one run. Without the benefit of a hit here in the bottom of the third. Porter on the hill. Righty versus the lefty bat of Caden Hollow. That's high for ball two, and a stolen base is taken by Jack Walker. Yeah, so I did a fake bunt still right there where the, th- the runner at third was faking like it was a squeeze. The, the hitter pulled back at the last second, and because Pratt was moving towards first base as the bunt coverage, right, he was able to sneak in behind him on the straight steal. Really good executed uh, steal there to put two guys in scoring position. Third stolen base of the inning for Dixie State. First base open. Taylor at third, Walker at second. The 2-0 count to Caden Hollow. Hollow 0 for 1. With the wind whipping through Bruce, Bruce Hurst Field, Hollow will step out. So BYU's third pitcher of the night, Jake Porter, comes in with the Cougs in a spot of trouble here in the bottom of the third. one nothing. Trailblazers lead the Cougs. BYU no runs on two hits. And again, Dixie, their one run on one hit. The, w- the wind blew the cap off of Jake Porter as he delivers. And then a diving catch is made in center field by Mitch <laughs> McIntyre. Do you know how uncomfortable that would be, Greg? As he was lifting his leg to pitch, his hat blows off and falls right in front of his face, and then he still executes the pitch. And Mitch McIntyre executed the catch in center field, tagging and scoring with Shane Taylor. So it does bring home the Trailblazers' second run of the third inning. It's Dixie State 2 and BYU 0, but a front-diving catch made on a looping hit to center, or looping shot to center from Caden Hollow. It ends up being a fly-out to center as McIntyre makes the catch 
And scoring on the play is Shane Taylor. Nice sack fly RBI for for Caden. Yep. So a sacrifice fly for Caden Hollow. Right-handed bat of Zach Thomas now digs in. Runner in scoring position is at second. That's Jack Walker. 2-0 Trailblazers. Two runs on one hit. Well, Greg, and it has to do with Mitch has to play back because the outfield has to play deep today because of the wind. And if he's playing normal depth, he probably is underneath that and can make a throw to home and maybe make a play there. But uh, great job making the adjustment to make the catch as is. The 0-1 to Zach Thomas. Two out, one on. Dixie State leads 2-0 here with two in the bottom of the third. The kick and fire from Porter. And again, testament to just how that wind is wreaking havoc out there. Literally, the wind blew the hat off the head of Jake Porter mid-windup. On the ball that resulted in a sack fly from sack fly from Caden Hollow. Go back pick at second. Safely back is Walker. It's the first RBI of the game for Dixie State hitting, and it comes on a sacrifice fly. Their first run scored on a wild pitch earlier in this inning. One ball, one strike, two out, one on. Zach Thomas at the plate. Open stance for Thomas. Closes it as he digs forward at that front foot and takes for ball two. Two balls and a strike from Porter. Well, Porter needs to get out of this with just giving up that one run so we can have a trailing by two going in to the fourth here. You don't want to give him that third extra momentum run here with two outs. Two balls and a strike from Porter to Thomas. Two for his last 15 at the plate. Waves the bat over his right shoulder and awaits the righty fire from Porter. And that's ball three. Three balls and one strike from Porter. Yeah, slider just stayed a little high there. Dixie State two runs on a single hit. And that came in the second inning. It didn't produce any runs. So two runs without a hit here in the bottom of the third. And that's a grounder. Dive by Watkins. Collects, what fires. A play. Wow. Gets the out at first. Brock Watkins moving to his left. Makes the sliding stab behind second base. Pops up and fires to Jacob Wilkin. Gets the man at first. And Thomas is retired on the 6-3 ground out. We go to the top of the fourth. We're in the bottom of the third for Dixie State. Two runs on no hits. There were no errors. There were. There was one runner left on. We'll take a break. Bottom, top of the fourth is next. 0-0. Cougs and Dixie State on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.